This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about whistleblower backlash. That's correct, whistleblower backlash. It looks like some of the people have come out in support of David Grush, the most recent UFO whistleblower, may be experiencing some backlash of their own, some strange things underfoot. Uh, and I want to take a look at a couple of these guys just to kind of get their names out there uh, in the discussion because I find the whole thing very strange and somewhat disturbing, honestly. Now, this first tweet comes from uh, Ed Randall at T Randallizer. Uh, I'll put all these links at the Buy Me a Coffee website, and you can get there from my Twitter account also. It says, uh, hashtag UFO Twitter breaking news, Carl Nell, who, who came to prominence recently by speaking out in support of UFO whistleblower David Grush, has resigned from his position as modernization advisor to vice chief of staff of the Army, the former defense contractor, executive, and director then it goes on wow that's that's bizarre now this guy uh he's a real dude i mean he's not just some uh cutout from what i can see i found a article he's mentioned in from uh april 15th 2009 it's army.mil so i guess this is an army site it says citizen soldiers mobilized for deployment by Melanie S. Casey. This is dated April 15th, 2009. Looks like a picture of this fellow. <laughs> Got a cute little guy he's hanging on to. It must be his wife. And it looks like they're deploying. It says, Fort Meade, Maryland, Maryland Senator Benjamin Cardin thanked more than 100 soldiers. Talks about that a little bit. Of course, they're getting ready to take off. And then it says, Hundreds gathered for the mobilization ceremony for Alpha Company 323rd Military Intelligence Battalion at the Fort Meade Pavilion. This guy's definitely got an intelligence background. The event also featured remarks from Representative C.A. Dutch Ruppersberger, Military Intelligence Ready Commander, Brigadier General Leslie Purser, and 323rd Battalion Commander, Lieutenant Colonel Carl Nell. This guy sounds like kind of a big deal. Military Intelligence Readiness Commander, Brigadier General Leslie Purser and 323rd Battalion Commander Lieutenant Colonel Nell. See, he's got a few guys under his command. The unit which falls under the Military Intelligence Readiness Command on Fort Belvoir, Virginia, and 66th Military Intelligence Brigade, located in Weisbaden, Germany, headed to Baghdad for a year long tour following the ceremony. So it's got a picture of the guy. Uh, he's a real person. He has a real rank, and now it sounds like he's resigned his position. And this this first story is from 2009, so this, this is a career guy. You know, he's come out and he's, done, he's, he's put his name on this thing with this crush. I don't know. Like I said, it is either the most intricate UFO limited hangout I've ever seen, 
or something really weird is going on here. Now, I'm going to look into this guy just a little bit further here, and we'll get some more context before we go on to the next uh, whistleblower supporter. So I want to take a look at this article here in which um, this Colonel uh, Nell has mentioned that. This one comes to us from AboveTheLaw.com, and he's in a bunch of them. It starts off, you know, with the whole thing about... Uh, Grab. It says, serious Fed unafraid of legal jeopardy and claim of recovered alien craft, government UFO cover-up. This is by Jonathan Wolf. In a recent interview with the debrief, Grush claimed a secretive government program has recovered material of exotic origin. He said scientific analysis demonstrated that the material was crafted by non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin. That's a quote. It says that material includes intact and partially intact vehicles, Grush added. Grush is no kook. He is a decorated veteran. Prior to leaving a government work in April, Grush had a celebrated 14-year career in U.S. intelligence. After he came forward, several of Grush's former colleagues backed him up. For instance, retired Army Colonel Carl E. Nell, who served with Grush on the UAP task force, called Grush beyond reproach and noted that his story concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence. Unquote. Now this is Army Colonel Carl E. Nell, retired, and we just saw in that on that uh, tweet that he's reportedly resigned his job working as an army uh, contractor. So it sounds like maybe he's gotten some heat. Very strange. He's got this job as a contractor, probably getting paid pretty good money. He comes out, he makes this uh, statement about Grush saying that he's a beyond reproach. He says, quote, concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa, terrestrial arms race, over the past 80 years, focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence. I don't think, you shouldn't underestimate that statement right there. He's saying that we're in an arms race and that the arms race is based on uh, recovered alien technology. That's what he's saying. It's a pretty big deal, and he's saying that Grush is beyond reproach. And then right after that, guess what? You're not a government contractor anymore. Now, is that a backlash? I don't know. Has this guy something? Guy got something else in the plans? I don't know. But I think it's worth looking at now. We're going to take a look at the other whistleblower that we're, that we're uh, focusing on here today. Man, this is some really strange stuff that's happening. So the next uh, supporter of David Grush... I want to look at is Jonathan Gray, and he's brought up in this article from EarthSky.org. I'll just read it. I'll just read the part that he's mentioned, and it says Grush has his supporters. Also, the debrief and the Guardian reported Jonathan Gray apparently supports the claims being made by Grush. Gray is a generational officer of the United States intelligence community with top secret clearance, who currently works for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center. NASIC. He was quoted by the debrief as saying, the non-human intelligence phenomena is real. We are not alone. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. 
This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. Wow. Now, a couple things to notice, man. It says he, he is a generational officer of the United States. This is exactly what I'm talking about when I'm always griping about the deep state. It is uh, this group of people. It's almost like a parallel society that's grown up around us that's filled up these jobs and all these bureaucracies that were created by Wilson back in, what, 1913 or whatever it was. And it never gets smaller. You can't even get these people to keep their budget at the same level. It's constantly growing, constantly more people being created. And within that uh, monster of a bureaucracy, we have this deep state that's evolved, this inner, this generational uh, batch of people that have been there for not decades now, but going on centuries. And it could be that finally this uh, business of the UFOs has become so in your face that we, what we're seeing is a civil war between these actors, uh, with between the deep state and this generational bureaucracy. I don't know, but this is kind of a big deal. This Jonathan Gray, like I said, he says, the non-human intelligence phenomena is real. We are not alone. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. I mean, is it possible that some of these guys that are on the inside are finally starting to get the picture that if the Soviets or the Russia or the Chinese get this or some you know, North Korean dictator happens to come across a UFO and they're somehow able to reverse engineer that, that they could literally destroy the planet? I don't know. But I'm going to get off my soapbox here and take a look at a tweet that came out by our debunker friend, Mick West. Now, as you can imagine, our debunker friend from Twitter, Mick West, has been really busy um, trying to put this whole thing uh, to rest with the David Grush whistleblower case. And uh, he has uh, gone about doing some work trying to see what's up with this Jonathan Gray guy. Uh, and this is, this is a little weird. I got to give him credit. He links to this article from uh, DaytonDailyNews.com. It says, NASIC says it has no record of employee using Jonathan Gray alias. Now, in the articles, I recall there was nothing said about an alias. Um, and I don't like it when they start using aliases in these articles to, you know, talk about things like uh, UFOs. It says, this article is by Thomas, uh, looks like now, G-N-A-U. It says, story said Gray was identified with identity he uses inside the agency. How sketchy is that? A spokeswoman for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, NASIC, said the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base Center has no record of an employee who, was, who has adopted the alias of Jonathan Gray. The person who was recently quoted in a news article outlining the claims of an Air Force veteran who said the federal government had spacecraft of non-human origin. Though the story introduces Jonathan Gray under the name, the piece says is used in his job at NASIC. A NASIC representative says the center has no record of an employee who has adopted that professional identity. Bottom line, I don't know who Jonathan Gray is, Michelle Marks, NASIC spokesman, spokeswoman said in an email to the Dayton Daily News Monday, we have no record of him as an employee of NASIC. 
A recent story on the debrief.org reported assertions from Charles assertions from David Charles Grush, 36, an Air Force veteran who worked for the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office. Grush said that in his time with the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, known as the All Domain Anomaly Research Office, he was refused access to a government crash retrieval program, which news outlets News Nation said included spacecraft from another from quite a number of species. Then it goes on here, it says Gray is also quoted in the piece as saying, the non-human intelligence phenomena is real. We are not alone. It's challenging to assess Gray's claims without knowing who he is, where he works, or to which program he's referring, March told the Daily, the Dayton Daily News. What I can confirm is NASIC's role in the discovery and characterization of airspace missile and cyber threats to enable full-spectrum multi-domain operations, drive weapons, systems acquisitions, and informed national defense policy. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. March added, with regard to unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAPs, NASIC supports the all-domain anomaly research office by providing, upon request, rigorous scientific and technical analysis. For security reasons, I can't get into the specifics of that analysis or our findings. We have confirmed that a person with the identity of Jonathan Gray does work for NASEC, whether they acknowledge it or not, Blumenthal said, in response to questions from this news outlet. That's all I can say. So there you go. You've got this article where uh, the, this intelligence agency is saying, no, we don't have anybody there by that name or identifies by that name. Go away. And then you have the author of the article that just blew this whole thing wide open. The co-author Blumenthal says, "No, we do have, we we do have uh, confirmation that, that person worked there." You know, he just says, "We have confirmed that a person with the identity of Jonathan Gray does work for NSAIC, whether they acknowledge it or not." Was well, confirmed it, and then he says, "That's all I can say." That's not good enough. If you're going to come out with this kind of uh, just you know mind-blowing revelations about UFOs and aliens. And you quote somebody in your article as an employee of this, uh, you know, major intelligence agency, and you put that person's uh, name in the article, and then someone goes back and back checks you and says, well, that person doesn't even exist. And all you can say is, oh, yeah, they do exist, and that's all I can say. Now we've got a problem. Now you've thrown uh, red meat to Mick West and all the other debunkers out there. Now, does this guy exist and um, the deep state's just trying to cover it up? Possibly. I mean, look what happened with Louis Elizondo. First, I told us, yeah, this guy doesn't work here. And then finally, when it just it got to the point where I guess maybe he just showed the receipts, they had to admit that, yeah, he did work uh, you know, for the DOD and this capacity or whatever, and they kind of threw him under the bus as just somebody who was shuffling around the office there uh, investigating UFOs on his, in his spare time. Will that happen with this Jonathan Gray person? I don't know. We don't even know what Jonathan Gray's actual name is when, the, you know, they're identifying, you know, this could be Joe Blow identifying as Jonathan Gray. So that is a problem for this whole story. It could also be that this is another whistleblower, somebody even just supporting a whistleblower, who is so in fear of his safety and not going to prison that he's chosen to use a pseudonym. And now when the story breaks, uh, he finds that he has to be, he finds that he's even in more danger. There's even more backlash. I mean, look what happened 
uh, with this Nell fellow. It looks like he's quit his job, this lucrative job as a as a uh, military contractor. So we don't know. Something's afoot, though. So now we've gone beyond just uh, having uh, Grush's home reportedly broken into. And he says he's been harassed and uh, stalked by what he believes is a private contractor. Doesn't say who they're working for. We've gone beyond the harassment and backlash toward the original whistleblower. This could be a case where we've we're we're seeing backlash toward key figures that happen to uh, support that whistleblower and cooperate what he's saying about these off-world craft, about these things being back engineered. I mean, just stop for a second and think about. Uh, how world-changing this could be! Just imagine that you were alive in 1970 and you had the and you had the directions on how to build a cell phone. I mean, think of the power in that one little piece of technology. Now imagine these people, these deep state actors, and we know how we know how the same works. It's just a revolving door from one government agency into uh, any number of military contractors. Imagine uh, the greed motive there. If these guys would happen to have something. Wouldn't you have to be a whole ship? It could just be some metallurgical uh, knowledge that they've got that would uh, create a, an enormous um, advancement in technology. Think how that could be monetized. Think of the motive that there would be there for them to keep that secret. Maybe some of these guys like Gresham to come forward or just they see that and they're upset about it because they're not in on it or because they think it's unethical or whatever. And so people are starting to speak out because, you know, money does uh, funny things to people. I don't know, but we're starting to see some real turbulence in the water here. Uh, the Nell guy, I, I I find him much more convincing. This Jonathan Gray guy, you can't put a picture with the face. So we'll just keep an eye on this. But for right now, there is a strong case that not only has there been backlash against this whistleblower, but there's backlash against the whistleblowers who support him. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.